0: Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scriptural readings for today. Our readings today are from Monday of the sixth week of Easter, a reading from the Acts of the Apostles. We set sail from Troas, making a straight run for Samothrace, and on the next day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, a leading city in that district of Macedonia, and a Roman colony. We spent some time in that city. On the Sabbath, we went outside the city gate along the river where we thought there would be a place of prayer. We sat and spoke with the women women who had gathered there. One of them, a woman named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Theatira, a worshiper of God, listened. And the Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what Paul was saying. After she and her household had been baptized, she offered us an invitation. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, come and stay at my home and she prevailed on us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. The Lord takes delight in his people. The Lord takes delight in his people. Sing to the Lord a new song of praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in their maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. The Lord takes delight in his people. Let them praise his name in the festive dance. Let them sing praise to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord loves his people, and he adorns the lowly with victory. The Lord takes delight in his people. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy upon their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats. This is the glory of all his faithful. Alleluia. The Lord takes delight in his people. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me, and you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you this, that you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think he is offering worship to God. They will do this because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you this, so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All of us tend to romanticize the past, I think. But I firmly hold on to the notion that there was a time in my life that I actually had a pretty good sense of fashion. That, of course, was back in the days when I wore a suit every day to work, and I liked finding a unique unique shirt-tie combination or a cool pair of socks to wear. I think there must have been a point in the seminary, though, when they hypnotized us and stripped us of any ability to dress with style, because I can state with absolute certainty that I have never met a priest who has any taste in clothing. Lucky for me, though, there are a few women who receive this reflection or or listen to it who at least attempt to help me not look completely ridiculous in public. Anytime you've noticed uh, that I'm wearing something that you like or admire, which I understand is not often, one of those women gets 100% of the credit. That's just one of the many ways that women are essential to the life of the church and my life. In today's first reading, we meet Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth and a woman. Purple-dyed garments were expensive, and Philippi was a prominent city in the empire. So Lydia was likely very influential among the important men in that town during a time period when women's influence was more, let's say, muted than it is today. Philippi had uh, very few Jews, so there would not have been uh, enough of a population to build a synagogue. And so when Paul and Barnabas were there, they would have had to find a place to play place to pray near water so that they could at least perform the customary ritual washing. So they were by the water, um, by a river or stream there, and and it was there that they met some women, including Lydia, who was not Jewish, um, and they preached the gospel to her. She was obviously greatly impacted, and she and her whole family were baptized. These were the first recorded baptisms in continental Europe, by the way. It's the first evidence that we have that someone in Europe was baptized into Christ Jesus. After Paul and Barnabas leave there, then it's Lydia who spreads the gospel among the prominent Philippians. And Paul later, of course, we know, writes a letter to what is becoming a a growing uh, church community there. But isn't that just the way of the world? I mean, if we're honest, women very often are the driving force in in, in, uh, preaching the gospel in their families, just like Lydia was to her family. I mean, let's face it, those of us with, with Y chromosomes are often, often tend to be what we call private in our faith, which is really just a euphemism for disengaged. And the women in our lives remind us of what it means to pray, to love, to worship, the importance of all those things, all those things and, and teach us how to be good examples to others. They, they show us up time and time again. It's often the women in our lives who intercede for us in prayer, who sacrifice for us. And, and yeah, they, they, they also help us to at least look decent when we walk into a church or a decent restaurant, for that matter. Sadly, however, the church has often neglected to recognize the, the important role that women have played and, and must play in church leadership, uh, not only in the, in the family, but also in the church at large. Since the Second Vatican Council, women have begun to take on prominent roles in diocesan leadership, and Pope Francis, in his uh, March um, apostolic constitution, March of this year, he issued the apostolic constitution entitled Predicate Evangelium, in which he changed church law to permit non-ordained men and women to hold any post in a Vatican dicastery or department. The first disciple, Mary, the mother of God, is a woman. The first European Christian is a woman. The first person to teach most of us about God is a woman. In fact, we traditionally refer to the church herself as the bride of Christ. St. Lydia's feast day comes up this summer on August 3rd, but I'd suggest spending some time today asking her for her intercession as the church uh, continues to discover and celebrate and empower the holy women who give the church its firm and tender heart. May Almighty God bless you this day, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a great day.